You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know right now of Michael McIntyre's next level experience. It's coming to Dallas, Texas, January 17th through the 19th. You can dream again. You can take back what the enemy has stolen. You can take one more step into your destiny. Here's your chance. Go to nlebegins.com and get registered today. Hope to see you there. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hi there, this is Michael McIntyre, your humble host for the Next Level Podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm excited about today's podcast. I'll tell you why. Because I got to interview Sean Bowles, my good friend, uh, several weeks ago on Facebook Live. And I'm airing it for the first time on our podcast. This interview is really great. Uh, We spend about 40 minutes here getting deep into some subjects with prophecy and about his kingdom. And just some really good stuff too. Just some basic humanistic stuff. Some wonderful godly secrets. Sean Bowles, as you know, is an amazing godly man. He's got several books out. His latest is called Breakthrough. It's fantastic. Of course, God's Secrets started it all. Uh, and Sean has done amazing things. He's on CBN. He's on TBN. He's on Daystar. He's on God TV. He's everywhere. He's Sean Bowles, man. What can I tell you? But he's a great friend. And we did, did this interview uh, one-on-one about uh, several weeks ago on Facebook Live. I know you're going to enjoy it and you're going to be blessed. <laughs> so good to see you. God bless you. Good to see you, Sean. Thanks for joining us today, man. I know you're crazy busy, and uh, uh, man, you've got you got it going on. You are on fire. I know I, the other day I, uh, you, you sent me a list of things that you're doing. I thought, man, you're busier than Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I just I'm happily busy with with dreams that are coming true, which is really fun. But I'm also busy with all the startup yeah, work and everything else of our business. And you know what that's like. Yes, Amy, yes, I do. So I understand you just got finished uh, filming a bunch of TBN things. Yeah, so we <laughs> we didn't think we were going to do Christian television, my wife and I. And I ended up I'm doing a TBN show, then we're doing another show. I can't tell you what Christian network it's on, but we're doing another Christian show about the entertainment industry. We're doing a show about hearing God's voice with TBN. That's the 10-episode, kind of a, a bookended show. It's about translating God, our book. And then we're going to do another show with them after that, which is really fun. So. But I'll be on a bunch on TBN before that show comes out because that show doesn't come out until January. And so I'll be doing it like I'm on, on August 23rd. I'm on, I'm on a bunch before, which is really fun. The, the Christian entertainment industry is changing and the Christian television media world is changing quite a bit. So uh, being from Hollywood, we've had so much judgment towards the Christian world uh, of, of entertainment media. And God has convicted my heart and I'm eating crow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard I heard one of your podcasts. I think with our friend Matt Brown, you were talking about that, and I think it's amazing. Uh, I just think it's really cool what God's pouring into you right now, and and the things that you and Sheree are doing. And I know that your podcast is on fire, and it's it's. I know you're getting ready for the third season. And can you believe you got over two million downloads on that thing? I mean, it's incredible. It's weird that people, you know, it's I shouldn't say it's weird. It's just 
I didn't assume that people were ready to take the issue of prophecy and belief for it in their everyday lives, especially in business and politics and entertainment. And that's what I was hoping for. I mean, I have this Bill Gates dream. I'm like sitting in my garage going, I want everybody to have a computer in their house. But for me, it's I want everybody to have a gift of prophecy in their home and their business and their family and their marriage. Because when you hear God, it changes your options. It changes everything. And so for me, that's my dream. But when it started happening in the sense that people, you know, the podcast having, I think it's 2.6 million downloads now, and it's it's a, about 100 episodes. And I'm like, I mean, that's one of the top thousand podcasts of any type in the world right now. And I'm it's like, amazing. people are that hungry to hear these conversations, these interviews. It's amazing. Well, I think it's really good. I know we've got a, I introduced you to John Fuller, I guess about a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. And uh, you were, you blessed him and been on his podcast and his podcast has taken off, not nearly like yours, but, but then, and then all the, what that led to also is, is a kingdom business conference that we have coming up in Amarillo. You two and I, we get to share the stage at, on and, I uh, love it. Amarillo, Texas. Did, did you ever dream that you're going to be headlining in Amarillo, Texas? <laughs> you know, I'm doing a tour right now, and a lot of the places we're headlining is, are pretty funny because we're um, going to places that I, they don't even have a lot of events in our stream very much. Like Boise, Idaho, I went to Boise and we filled it up, and Omaha, Nebraska. But what I'm finding is in these towns like this that there's so much hunger, and people are living off of not just what's happening in their local church, but they're part of the worldwide church through the internet, through streaming conferences and events, and things like Bethel TV or Hillsong Channel, these kinds of things. And so it's really fun to go into a town where you and I are going to a really hungry crowd. I mean, a really hungry crowd because no one comes to them. So yeah. besides their local, which is amazing, their local are great. But I mean, like no one from the outside comes and we're like, we're coming. <laughs> we're your reinforcements. Uh, no, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, so what are you building? I'm going to hear about you. What's happening? Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Uh, Stacy and I are just, we're, we are so uh doing things that we thought we'd never do. Let me just tell you that, you know, which is kind of exciting. Uh, we started this, as you know, this next level experience uh, project uh, ministry about four years ago, five years ago, when I was over at the Upper Room, I was CEO of Upper Room, and uh, we went out to West Texas for a for a, uh, a retreat, if you will, and uh, my good friend Michael Miller was out there at the pasture, and we, Stacy and I have learned things over the years, over the 30 years in business about training people and open up their hearts and do a little heart surgery and kind of peel yeah. on the ice. And uh, uh, when we did that, he he was amazed. He came up to me and says, McIntyre, he says, this is revolutionary. And he said, you need to take this thing out wide and deep. So that was the birth of Next Level Experience. And what we did, Sean, is um, it was kind of unique because we've been doing trainings in the secular world for a long time. And then when I gave my life to Jesus, about 11 years ago. Then in our trainings, we just brought the Holy Spirit in and we brought Jesus in. And and it was a radical shift for people uh, that are walking with Jesus that wants to get their life unstuck, if you will. You know, yeah. uh, really for people whose lives are working. Uh, you know, we always tell people this is not a hospital, uh, but it's also not for snowflakes either. <laughs> so uh, we're all about Take it, it's a three-day intensive, and it's it's intense. It's Holy Spirit. It's uh, we have some prophetic moments. We have uh, so we have business people. We have housewives. We have house husbands. Uh, we have uh, college kids. Uh, the people that just want to get their life on a new trajectory. People that want to start a business. Hey, we even you're such a Hollywood guy. We've even had some people come out and start writing screenplays, and awesome. uh, which is kind of cool, you know, because God inspired them to do that, but. 
yeah, so this next level experience is going great. Kind, kind so of what like, do, what should people expect? They, they show up, and what are they going to go through when they show up? Yeah, so when they get here and uh, they, we go, we just we open up their heart. We we create a place that's safe. And when I say safe, because they will probably be offended. But when I play safe, say safe is that they get to open themselves up and be authentic and transparent. Yeah. Make the first that's time. So good. Yeah. That's so good. It's it's interesting because I think of what you guys do and how I've been to a lot of um, I've been around a lot of coaches and I've been to some coaching myself, and I do coaching myself. But when I've gone through some of the training, so much of it separates your business, actual your performance from your identity. And what I love about what you guys do is that you don't see performance outside of identity. Like you guys help to integrate people because we're in such a Greek minded culture. It's like everything's separate. Like the way I am as a husband and the way I am as a father, the way I am as a businessman, the way I am as a minister, they're all so different unless I integrate, which the Hebrew culture, the, the Jewish mindset, which I think Christianity has is like everything we do, we do you know, with God connected, integrated. And so the same person I am as a businessman should be the same person I am as a husband That's right. and come out of that core place. And I love that you guys create that safe integration and that safe place is just, I think it, you know, obviously it, it deconstructs some people's work construct of what they think, but then all of a sudden it helps give them a grid and a foundation for what will cause real success because we all hit crap. I mean, I mean, I think of our business, like right now we have, Cash flow issues, you know, of course. Like, what, how do you not when you've grown this much? We've doubled our growth from last year. So cash flow is the number one thing that hits. And if I'm not in a connected place in my core, then I'm going to be mean to my employees or I'm going to be, I'm going to try and drive things out of just my need or I'm going to, I'm going to get real intense. I'm going to get aggravating. I'm going to, you know, whatever I have going on inside is going to manifest to all of my working relationships. But because I've focused on that place of core identity and trust in God and faith, you know, and I know you guys build that in people. It's like I'm I'm cruising through this time at a different pace than I would have if I didn't have that place of. I mean, I love our faith. I love. I don't know how people without Christianity do it. I know it's true. It's so true. And you know, what, you know, and look, we we have a lot of people that have given their life to Jesus. In fact, you know, we only deal in, with the Christians. And we had we had one get, case up there in in Colorado. A guy said, "I'm almost an atheist," but <laughs> we 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 saved him back. We 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 brought him back off the ledge. And then he got That's back. awesome which was awesome. But what, one of the things a lot of people do, is they give their life to Jesus and that's great. That's awesome. But then they get stuck. They get stuck. Yeah. And, and sometimes they sit around thinking, well, I'm waiting on God. And we say, really? Maybe God's waiting on you. You know, maybe God's <laughs> waiting on you, you know, and it's true. But it's cool. Cause I, I think you're defining what there's a missing gap, especially in the church. Of where are the people who help you figure out destiny? Like the, the works that God had prepared for those who love him in Romans. So God sitting in heaven before we were ever created and said, oh, I'm imagining Michael McIntyre and all these things that he's going to love doing. He's going to find them beautiful. They're amazing. But there's very few people who stand in that gap and go, let's discover those things and let's discover the you that God dreamed of. And so I so appreciate you, Michael. And I appreciate oh, Stacey that you guys, that you guys spend time doing this because most people don't even have the energy or the grace to do it for themselves, let alone other people. Come on. Listen, I, you know, our, our daughters, are, we're blessed. We have three daughters that are all grown. We got one married. We have two grandchildren. Can you believe I got grandchildren? I love it. Yes, you're a good granddad. Yeah, it's crazy. So, we, you know, what we do, though, we pour out to this deal. And like I was telling you on the phone, you know, it, it, it's a ministry for us. And, you know, we want to bless people in this because we know, they're, you know, because God knows who they are. The enemy knows who they are. We want them to know they forgot who they are. A yeah. lot of God. And so once they get back in that alignment with the Lord, Sean, then it's like, 
man, it's like then they then their life is on steroids with Jesus, and it's and it's an amazing. I I kind of think you know the money then starts getting better, the relationships getting better, uh, you know, their spirituality with the Lord, hearing yeah. from God gets better. You know, so good. It is, and uh, and look, man, it's it's uh, it, it's sometimes. We, sometimes we get we get into the spiritual warfare in this because because it's big work that we're doing. But uh, my wife Stacy and my uh, middle daughter Brianna, I mean, listen, I've got them. They they keep me straight in here, you know. Uh, <laughs> I might be the facilitator, but they are the genius behind all this. They really are. And Stacy and I, we've been, we've been married 34 years, and and she's always got she's got such a clear view of this, and she co- she's my coach, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, which I have the awesome. same thing with my wife. I get it. <laughs> I know partnerships the best when you have that. Exactly, and you know, and so when we get into this, it's like it's three days. I mean, we put about thirty-five hours into this, and so wow. and and it's it's very intimate. We we really you know there, there's one-on-one coaching in this, uh, and then sometimes people come out of this and they want to go further, and we do a leadership program, and they want to do more coaching, and and uh, I mean we've had it's it's crazy what God can do. And, and, it's so fun to watch God work. It's kind of like being on a 50-yard line of watching the Holy Spirit in it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the best. You're talking about a coach's joy, which is good. Tell me this, too. One more thing, which is give me your menu for people who are watching us right now who are like, okay, I'm a little stuck. What can Michael do for me? Like, what, what can they do besides the, coming up to the, the summit? Yeah, so – you know what a lot of people what i tell people to do is, is to get into get into declarations you know positive dec- declarations it's really important so many of us Sean, go out there and have self-talk we all have self-talk and some of it 80 percent of our self-talk even though we're christians is negative you know yeah it's true so and people true say, people say oh how stupid could i be oh i'm so yeah. stupid. I'm always late i'm always this and that's straight from the pit of hell it absolutely really- and so what I tell people is, look, you've got to put positive things in your mind. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, and I think there's scripture on that. I don't know the address, but, but it's out there. But it's really, but what, one of the things that we t- teach people, one of the things I coach people is to have positive declarations to say over yourself every single day. And to where wow. you, you get that in there. Like, I, I am, you know, one of like, you know, that I've got like 10 that I've been saying forever. You know, I'm a great husband. Every day I become a better and better provider. Every wow. day I'm a great father. Uh, every day I'm more Jesus to all the people that I come in contact with. These are just positive affirmations that you want to keep saying over yourself. And I think it's real important that you have that on a day to day basis. And, you know, we, we get into some of that in the trainings, but mostly in the trainings, we're just we're just peeling that onion. We're opening up that heart and saying, hey, let's take this mirror. Let's put it right up against your face and let's turn on some fluorescent lighting and let's take a look at yourself. That's awesome. <laughs> it's good, man. That's hey, so let's... awesome. I was just going to say just on that, how old ladies will always be like, don't you cuss to like young men or whatever. And I'm like, I always laugh because I don't, I don't really care about cussing because we live in a world where people cuss all the time. But um, I mean, not in my exact world, but you know what I mean? But what I do care about is like my friend was driving the other day and he goes, oh, I missed the accident. I'm so stupid. And I go, don't you say that. I immediately was like, now you should have no allowance. Like that's that unholy talk that Paul's talking about, which is the place where you actually t- tear down what God's saying. You could say, oh crap, or worse, and it doesn't really matter. It's just a reaction. But as soon as you introvert it or as soon as you apply it to yourself it's the or to somebody else, is the moment that you've actually violated that place of love that God's spent his whole life to, 
and he spent his life and his blood on us to, to actually become who we're supposed to be. So I'm like the old lady who's like, don't you say I'm stupid. <laughs> you know? Well, it's true because, you know, we worry about what we put into our body with our food. Yes. Yeah. Vitamins. Yes. And we exercise, hopefully. Yes. And so why shouldn't you be concerned about what goes into your mind? Right. And the self-talk is really important. So that's just one aspect we do. And, you know, uh, hey, let me ask you a question about uh, that symposium that you did in Dallas was great. Yeah, how long did you sleep after that symposium? <laughs> I, you know, I had to work right away. I actually had to come home and I, I had one day off and I had to go right back into it. We have really good margins usually for rest and for the rhythm of rest. And this year has been a little hard. So normally if we had worked that hard, I would have had like three days off. Like the amount of days I would go, I'd have that many days off. But I actually like had one day off. It was terrible. <laughs> I was like, I, my team looked at me when I came back and I'm like, I, I'm really tired. <laughs> you did a great job at the symposium. Thanks I, I for coming. Know. It was an amazing, amazing time, and we so appreciate the invite. What what you brought together with John Bevere, Lance Wallnow, uh, Bob Hassan. I guess Bob's going to be out there in Amarillo too, which is great. Yeah. By the way, I love that guy. He's an amazing. Guy. Oh, he's amazing. He's he's a really fun guy. He's they've helped a lot of people a whole bunch on the West Coast. They're kind of like what you're doing in the in the Texas area and then regionally as you start to travel out. They're doing too. It's just fun to see these guys, you know, people who care about the business mountain and just influencers yep. coming in. Because a lot of times you get isolated and you get alone. You know this because you're training people all the time. People feel like they're the only ones with the problem. Or they're, they're, there's no solutions or they've tried 15 lawyers and they just need to try 16 and they'll be okay. And they need a Michael McIntyre. They need someone to say, "It's you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. And keep. And that's what Bob has been to a lot of people on the West Coast, yeah. including us. Yeah, I had a guy. I had a guy come to me and said, was real worried about his his. Uh, he was getting a house and he had just lost his job and and so I said, hey, how how much do you have in your four hundred one k? He said, I got six hundred and twenty thousand dollars in my four hundred one k. I said, bro, you don't have any problems, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, people they start thinking that you know, oh yeah, they get they get frozen in that fear and so we kind of jackhammered them out of that fear and helped them and and we love them out of that and. Sometimes it needs you need a stick of dynamite, and that's what we do at Next Level Experience. You know, we come in there. It's intense. It's it's in your face. It's beautiful. It's love. It's uh, it's Holy Spirit. And so it's three yeah. days. You know, we got connected. Uh, that guy from Brazil contacted me. I know that. Uh, I know you had Tiafalo Brazil recently. Was it Tiafalo? Uh, Pedro. Oh, Pedro. I don't. I know who you're talking about. I don't know. That's awesome to go down there because yeah. it's a land of entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's like that's the thing is that people who are entrepreneuring should never entrepreneur alone. People who are developing businesses should never. And, and, and it is hard, Michael, because you know this. It's like there's all kinds of these little businessmen's meetings that are using men. And they just kind of get together and they do like a prayer and they do like a word that we've all heard a million times. And then they eat together and there's a little bit of networking, but it's not always relevant. Burst is actually saying intensely, we have to hear from God. We need to encourage each other, but we have to we have to challenge each other because I mean, in this in the business world specifically, it's like the whole world set up kind of as an antichrist spirit. The enemy thinks he owns it all, and so you know you you deal with like, you know, I just think of like HR itself. Like we have our HR consult consultants. We've had to fire two different groups because we're like we can't do your job for you. We're asking you questions that you're saying, oh, I don't know, and we need to know today. And they're like, we'll tell you within two weeks. I'm like, we don't pay you to tell us in two weeks. So there's this, this whole thing set up to make you fail because everyone has too much they're doing right now, you know? And so to have someone to come in and give courage and, and process. And once you get a lot of your one and done processes over when you're starting a business or when you're a couple years into it, 
then you have a different foundation and then you hit new problems, maybe it's employees or maybe it's the lack of employees, whatever, you hit new problems. And to have people who are going through the same stages and then the people who've been in it for 30 years, to have people who are going through the same stages, but have, they hear from God and they have discernment, huge difference. I'm like, I feel bad for people who feel alone because we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if we felt alone. So good. Let me ask you this, Sean. How, when, when I know a lot of people ask, you know, and I know when I, when I first came to Jesus and I started hearing things and thinking things, and I, sometimes I didn't know, is this from God or is this, is this my own thinking? What, what advice would you give everybody that's watching on, you know, how do you, how do you know it's his voice? How do you know it's instead of it? You know, because I remember you told me one time that God doesn't speak. If you don't know Mandarin, he's not going to speak to you in Mandarin. Right? And so yeah. uh, how do we know? Give us, give us some wisdom on that. Well, I think, you know, I love for business people, there's been this whole move of um, some of the coaching industry has talked about following your intuition. And these are unsaved or these are, you know, not not Christians necessarily who are saying this. But I think that, you know, we're wired to hear and connect to God. So we're wired to know his thoughts, his heart, his mind. But we have to actually look for it and look, you know, what I do is I'll say to the, the average business person, I'll say, okay, let's learn how to hear from how you've heard from God. Tell me your three last biggest wins this year. And they'll tell me, I'm like, how did you get there? And we'll reverse engineer the process. And in it, they'll find where they followed their gut, their intuition, their discernment. They're, they'll see like, I was praying this day, or I felt like this would be good because of this. Well, like one, one of the men was saying, I felt like I was supposed to buy a house for my, or do a down payment of a house for my kids, you know, for my son was getting married. I said, how did you know that? And he goes, well, I was praying and I knew she had, she'd never owned a house in her family, her whole, her whole family line. And I knew that it would put a, a root system in place where she'd be nested and rooted in so she'd nest in a real way and like, but how did you know that like i mean there's people reading but there's how did you know that it would bear that much fruit because they she didn't want to have kids and within the first three years they had two kids how did you know that and he's like oh i guess i did know that from god and so i think we run past a lot of it because god's the only god who says i'll speak within you i'll be i'll share space i'll be one with you so he mm -hmm. speaks in the voice of our conscious and our in our spirit and our mind where, where we where we process the most which is our inner thoughts and a lot of Christians are afraid of that because they don't want to trust their inner thoughts because in that same place of God's inner thoughts with us is lust or is pride or is ego. And so we're afraid to trust the good that's in there, especially what's funny is like usually the good that's in there is like, help this. Usually it tells you to spend money on people you don't want to. You know, like that's, that's how you learn how to hear from God is like God's like, help the homeless person down there. You're like, I don't want to. And you're like, that's when I know it's God. That's when you first really start learning. You know, but if we learn how to start trusting the good, um, the good conscious, the good thing is you love never fails. So if it's not God and you're doing something good, he will always work it for your good in an amazing way because your love is never going to fail and his love in you is never going to fail. But I think a lot of people are afraid to believe that God's that good, that he lives within them and that they can actually believe in that inner voice. And so we want the disruptor voice that says, oh, in the Lord your God, I will come to you. <laughs> you know, we want the Charlton Heston or the James Earl Jones. But if God has to be like that to us, he's not relational. Because that means he's interrupting something that we're doing because we're doing something wrong awesome. or we're, we're not smart enough to look at him or to hear him. But he's actually saying, I am calling you sons. I'm calling you ones that I share. Jesus prayed that we would be one with him. So if, he, if we really are one with him, then First Corinthians 2 says that the Holy Spirit searches the deepest parts of the Father's thoughts and puts them inside of us and relates them to our spirit. So we have to trust that and then look for that and then kind of figure out the times that we made a big choice for love or a big choice that was a risk, a faith choice and reverse engineer and go okay here's the fruit of that that wasn't me i'm not that good i'm not that big god lives in me i've asked him to interact with me so how do i do that again how do i make that choice again it's awesome that's so good i i love 
you, you speak so clearly and fast. I love that. <laughs> so do you, actually. <laughs> Takes one to know one. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, listen, man, I know you're busy. Please tell Cherie we said hi. Thank you for sharing this afternoon. With yeah. You got a lot of things going on, and I can't wait to see you Sunday in Amarillo, Texas. And uh, I can't wait to. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. And uh, just I just want to say that uh, I know a lot of people are, are pulling at you, and I want to say a prayer for you. Father God, I ask you to bless Sean Bowles mm. right now. I ask you to bless his ministry, God. Bless his family. Bless his daughters. Uh, bless his finances, God. And bless his, his tour and uh, all the things that are coming to him. And, and just minister to his heart, Lord. Give him peace. Give him give him, uh, give him him uh, favor, God, as you always do. And uh, we just thank you for Sean's commitment and his heart in, in this ministry, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I, I enjoy being with you every time. I'll see you soon. Bye, everybody who's been watching. Thanks, you guys. Blessings. Hey, friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit michaelpmcintyre.com. <laughs>